but I think it's important that we share our story and tell people some of the things we're doing in the community because otherwise people assume that you're not doing anything, but we always try to tell my team, let's continue to tell our story. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to The Empire. We would like to engage with everyone from pastors to actors, rappers to trappers, and everybody in between. And guess what? We have another amazing guest today. But before we get into it, y'all should know the deal. Y'all should know it, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it's just like, you gotta do it. Like the video, subscribe to the channel if you have it, comment down below, share, all that jazz. You know, if you want to support us, you can support us via Cash App, which is dollar sign T-H-E-E Empire Podcast. Same for Venmo and also for PayPal, which is paypal.me backslash the Empire Podcast. If y'all didn't know, my name's Antonio D. Miles. I'm your host for today. But uh, yeah, we're going to just speed things along like the Roadrunner back in Looney Tunes. And we're going to get into our amazing guest today. And we're so blessed to have him here. And it's not going to be one of our long... Uh, long interviews that we usually have. We're going to make it short because he's a really busy man and we got to move. And so the lovely gentleman that we have today is, um, excuse me, is the supervisor of the 5th District of the San Bernardino County. Is that correct? Did I say that correctly? It is correct. And his name is Joe Baca Jr. Welcome to the Empire, Joe. Well, Antonio, it's a pleasure to be here. Appreciate you doing this and Really sharing information with the people, but I'm here to to answer questions and and just you know share what a, a supervisor does. But uh, I'm on your queue. Okay, awesome. And uh, how's your day been so far? It's been good. Uh, it was a great event this morning. Got an opportunity to go to a um, a career fair today at a middle school in Rialto, and just hearing the enthusiasm of the kids, the excitement of the kids really trying to introduce them to the county government. A lot of them didn't know. Some didn't know what county we lived in. They didn't know what the 5th District was. They didn't know the areas we represented. But just trying to give them nuggets, a little bit about what the county does in our function. And it drew their interest, but it was good. Awesome. I, To be honest, I didn't even know what the 5th District was. You know, I think probably even adults probably don't even know certain things like what the youth don't even know. Yeah. yeah. So the 5th District is one of the five districts within the county. We have 22,000 square miles we represent. Uh, there's three of us that have smaller geographic areas because of our population. So for me, I represent the cities of Rialto, Colton, and San Bernardino, and have unincorporated areas of Muscoy and Bloomington. And even within, like, for example, San Bernardino, there's some unincorporated bubbles that are not incorporated that people don't realize um, like, for example, Arrowhead Farms, which is near Cajon High School, Little Third, which is near our Sheriff's Department, just uh, east of Waterman. Those are little bubbles that we represent that are not part of a city. In the city of Colton, there's an area right in the middle of it, like a donut, uh, that's unincorporated. That's our responsibility. So the county is responsible for providing services for those unincorporated areas. I'm kind of like their mayor. They're, they turn to county services to try to address any issues they have, whether it's um, street sweeping, potholes, roads, uh, any county services, it's speed bumps, traffic lights. So all those things are the responsibility of the unincorporated areas. And the county is just very fascinating to me. And since being on the county board, I've learned so much about the county and realized we're in a position to help a lot of people. And, and it's just great. It's a great job. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Joe, for people who may not know who you are and what you do, can you please enlighten us on who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, one of the things that people don't realize is that when you're 
In an elected official, people assume that you're wealthy, that you're not from the community, that you're an outsider. I was raised in Rialto, went to Rialto Public Schools, went to San Bernardino Valley College, so I went to college here locally, went to Cal State San Bernardino, and then, you know, throughout that tenure, I played college baseball, wanted to become a professional baseball player, but was not as good as I thought I was, hmm. and realized, you know, I had to find a career, and, and finding my career was difficult because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. When you're in the footsteps of a father that is very famous politically, uh, you had to develop your own identity. So then I became mm. a correctional officer uh, for the state. I was a probation officer for the county of San Bernardino, and then was a public school teacher for 15 years and taught in public schools, Rialto and Colton schools. I coached uh, for 12 of those 15 years. And uh, while there, I ran for the state legislature, served there for two years, and then ran for city council and served on the city council 14 years and now elect to the county board of supervisors. But, you know, I made a lot of mistakes and I fell down quite a few times during that tenure, learned a lot about politics, learned a lot about how do I help people? How do I listen? Had to be a better listener. Mm -hmm. So just over time, you just try to mature and grow and, and, and realize that, you know, you have to listen to people to make sure that even though sometimes you have something with good intentions, uh, don't realize how much, how much it could impact others. Mm -hmm. When you're trying to do something good, it could probably affect in a different way type of thing. Absolutely. Oh, wow. You know, I, I would love to get more into like um, building your own path because you said coming, growing up under a father who's already been known and trying to create your own path. I would love to get into that, but maybe another time we can sure. get into that. Um, and I, I like what you, I like what you said, like, you know, it's not about, it's not really losses. It's lessons. You learn from the things that you experience. Right. And as a supervisor, I'm, I'm actually, this is the first time I actually heard this term. What are the roles of a supervisor or well, what is the role of a supervisor? Sure. It's, it's kind of a complicated role because people don't really know what we do, but we're responsible for unincorporated areas. But the other thing people don't realize is that the County of San Bernardino has about a $9.4 billion budget. So okay. we're a huge budget. Wow. And we're responsible for many social services when it comes to TAD and outreach for many of our population that's having transitional housing challenges. Did you say the, TAD? TAD. What does that stand for? Uh, transitional Assistance Development. Okay. So, for example, if someone needed some help with temporary rent, they're getting help. They also offer CalFresh, which is our, also known as um, our, our, our feeding program, mm -hmm. um, the old SNAP program, or they used to call it, you know, welfare. Okay. So they provide those services. You know, we have our probation department that provides services. You know, we have a fleet department that's responsible for all of our fleet. We have maintenance departments. I mean, we have so many different part departments within the county, a lot of social services that people don't realize we offer. We're responsible for foster care. People that want to adopt, we're responsible for animal care. So anytime people have animals or want to adopt animals, um, it's just such a wide range. We're responsible for county fire department, the county sheriff's department. I mean, I can go on and on about the different uh, departments, but also as a supervisor, we're responsible for regional parks. People don't realize that mm. Glen Helen is one of our regional parks. You know, we have Yucaipa, we have Calico, which people don't even realize is a county regional park no. up near the Barstow area. Yeah. Uh, for some of us, we have special districts, like for me in my district, we have uh, Kessler Park and Ayala Park, where two of our parks that we're responsible for, and, and we're responsible for maintaining those parks and providing services for those parks. So we're somewhat like a city councilman, but also have a bigger responsibility. And probably the biggest difference is a lot of the social services, but also regional 
um, issues that we get involved in, which is the San Diego County Transit Authority when it comes to building freeways and highways. You know, we're kind of involved in some of those, but it's a it's a challenging job. It's not easy. And one of the things I've learned, you really have to narrow your focus in order to get mm. things done because there's so much to do. There's so much to learn, but you have to have a narrow focus. Gotcha. Can you give a quick example of like how to like narrow the focus on something? Yeah. For me, the big thing I was really focusing on was infrastructure, our roads and our unincorporated areas. That was very, very important to me, building up these communities mm. that have been either ignored or neglected. In Muskoy, we got a $4 million road project where we're improving sidewalks on State Street. Uh, those are examples of some of the things we're doing. We got some money from the federal government. I really focused on investing in our parks. So we invested in parks in the city of San Bernardino, Rialto, Colton. Uh, we're helping the parks at Kessler Park. We're helping Glen Helen Park. I'm a big park guy because I know a lot of our families can't afford to go to maybe an amusement park, but yes. we want to at least support our parks. You know, it's big for our families. Yeah, to have some, some green spaces to go to and have fun and do things. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Liddy Gutfield in San Bernardino. I think she's been doing a really great job building the parks and rec community out here. And uh, I know you mentioned building infrastructure, but what other current projects are you and your team working on? Sure. There's a lot of projects we're working on. One of the things we're working on is, as I mentioned, an animal shelter. Oh. Uh, we have a $60 million animal shelter that's going to be built in 2026 in the uh, the area of Bloomington. People don't realize animal shelter is not one of those issues you really think about, but we have a lot of animal lovers in this community, and it is a challenge. So for our cities of Colton, Rialto, Grand Terrace, and Fontana, they were contracting with Riverside County Animal Shelter. I says, why don't we keep those services here in our community. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very, very important. Um, so that's just an example, one of the bigger, bigger projects we're working on, you know, at uh, Glen Helen, where we put about five to $6 million in improving our regional park, you know, water slides, making sure that our parks are ADA compliant, improving those amenities. We're working with the uh, San Bernardino City Unified School District. We're allocating 1.5 million uh, for a wellness center. Because wow. we know that mental health is a big, big challenge for yes. our young children today. And getting them the help they need is very, very important. And one of the big issues uh, is homelessness. Uh, it's a big issue in our community. We're working on trying to increase, increase capacity. The biggest challenge we have is we don't have a place to put them. We have a lot of outreach teams that are doing great work, but they have to have enough capacity to put homelessness. So we're working on a project called Pacific Village, which borders Highland and San Bernardino. It's going to have recuperative care, temporary housing. It's going to offer a large range, large array of services for, for a lot of the homeless population. In the Muskoy community, we have a Kern site project, which is going to have about 40 beds for the forensic population. The biggest challenge is for those that come out of jail or those mm. that can't take care of themselves. Yeah. We have to have a place to put them. So it's uh, it's a big issue. It's not an easy issue. We're trying to work with our city partners. Just recently, the county allocated $3 million to the city of San Bernardino for uh, their navigation center. So those are just small ways we can help our city partners. I see. What's the navigation center? So the navigation center is a, a center that the city of San Bernardino has identified to try to provide capacity and beds for homelessness and offer recuperative care. One of the biggest wow. challenges with homelessness is... A lot of times when people go to the homelessness, well, we don't take people that aren't veterans. We don't take people that have dogs. We don't take people that have family members. So creating a low barrier housing facility is what the city of San Bernardino is doing. And we 
can be a small partner by offering up a little money to make sure they can get this project done. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I know you kind of mentioned that homelessness is the biggest, one of the biggest problems, but uh, are there any other bigger problems or huge problems that you're dealing with today? Yeah, you know, uh, obviously affordable housing is okay. a big project. Uh, I've got two affordable housing projects I'm working on. One, we helped the city of Rialto. They were short a little bit of money for an affordable housing project. We got them $3 million to finish this project. So this is going to be 55 beds. Is it going to solve housing, this housing crisis? No, but it's going to begin to chip away at trying to make sure that families have access to housing. We just acquired a property in Bloomington. We're looking at expanding an affordable housing project. So housing is an important issue when it comes to try to make sure that people have rooftops. The challenge is it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. It takes time. It's a competitive process trying to get compete for state dollars to make sure we have the money to build these projects. But, you know, we have to keep chipping away at it. Yeah. Day by day, right? Day by day. Yeah. You know, and I always, I feel like there's like a comparison, I mean, a, a, a correlation between homelessness and then lack of affordable housing. I feel like it's like a correlation between it and hopefully we can figure those problems out in due time. Um, as supervisor, what are some of the things that people ask you, but it's out of your jurisdiction or power to do? Sure. Like sometimes people ask us to correct state issues and don't realize that there's different levels of government. Sometimes people will ask us to solve a problem in their city and realize that it's not really in our jurisdiction. It's the city's responsibility. But one of the things our office tries to do is at least channel folks in the right direction, at least guide them, say, look, we can't work on that issue. It's not in our jurisdiction, but let's try to connect you with the people that can. So those are always the challenges you have is just people don't sometimes really understand the different layers of government between local, state, federal. Gotcha. And, but we try to help them, everybody that we can. Gotcha. Is there any way you can give like an example like that someone would ask and you're like, it's out of our jurisdiction? Yeah, like someone say, hey, you know, can you fix our, our potholes in our, in our community? And we realize that it's maybe in a city jurisdiction, not county. Mm. And that, that could be an example. Or we get some people that say, hey, you know, there's homelessness in our community. And some of the challenges that we have and we try to work on is sometimes these county city areas kind of overlap and interweave. So we try to find a middle ground. Uh, I'll give you an example. So we have a project that San Bernardino City is working on where they had to shut down this road. It's, a, it's actually a bridge. The city had to shut it down and it's all city residents. So they had to cut through a school they have to go through a county area, and it affects county residents. But this is the only way for those city of San Bernardino folks to get through is that bridge. Until that bridge is fixed, they have to go through the, they cut through the school and a whole neighborhood. Mm. Um, but those were sometimes where jurisdictions overlap, and it's challenging because people like to point the finger. But, you know, I think we have to take personal responsibility and just look for solutions. Yeah, and I, and I believe that uh, as long as we're looking for solutions, they'll be found. They'll be found. Yeah. You know? And I think the big thing with residents, as long as we communicate with them and tell them, like, be honest with them, be transparent, that really helps. Because, I mean, there's a lot of times people just don't trust government. No, we don't like government or government isn't always truthful. But at least if we can continue to communicate with them and say, look, we're looking for a solution. These are the timelines we have. It's going to take some time. Just be patient with us. But when people don't communicate, when people don't say anything, there's that mistrust. Mm-hmm. Man, communication is the key, like in everything in life, sure. in our relationships. Uh, Mr. Joe Baca Jr., I want to thank you so much for being on The Empire. 
Uh, is there any way you can let people know how they can find you, to reach you, to support you? Can you please let everybody know how they can do that? Sure. Well, we have our, our county website. Uh, you can call our office at 909-386-4565. We have an Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter account if you want to follow us and just you know, we could, you can request uh, updates or we can send you updates monthly on the things we're doing in the fifth district. But I think it's important that we share our story and tell people some of the things we're doing in the community because otherwise people assume that you're not doing anything, but we we'll always try to tell my team, let's continue to tell our story. I'll just give you an example. Yesterday on the board of supervisors, you know, we approved some big items for our district, you know, $200,000 uh, for uh, Kessler Park to improve lighting. The other thing is we approved also our mobile animal shelter. So we're gonna purchase a mobile vehicle that can go out and do spading, neutering, chipping for animals within our communities. But those are little things that people don't know about, but we have to keep telling our story. Cool, and I like that. And social media is definitely the key nowadays, right? Sure. And so, uh, Mr. Baca Jr., I wanna thank you for being on The Empire. I wanna thank all you guys for watching. I'll have everything in the link in the description so you guys can uh, go that way to find everything. Um, Please like the video, share if you haven't, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. My name is Antonio Lee Miles. If you want to support, you can do our cash app, which is dollar sign T-H-E-E Empire Podcast. Also same for Venmo and backslash the Empire Podcast for PayPal. And uh, yeah, guys, I think we had a great time. It was a little bit shorter than normal, but uh, short and sweet is how we still like to do it. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you, Antonio. Thank you, sir. I say this